PFF NFL Daily today, having a nice, healthy debate, Sam, over the uh, NFL Coach of the Year, because, of course, it's time. We're 10 weeks into the season, so, you know, through 10 weeks, uh, who, where would you go for NFL Coach of the Year so far? Well, we brought this up on the main podcast on Wednesday, so I'm not going to repeat myself. Uh, on that show, I said, I Look. probably will. <laughs> You can make a good case for Mike Vrabel as coach of the year, given the run Tennessee is on, given all the injuries they've had, the loss of Derrick Henry, et cetera, et cetera. If you were to make that case, I would endorse it. I would sign up to such an argument, but I will give you a different one. Um, Cliff Kingsbury, the Arizona Cardinals. Kingsbury entered this season kind of on the hot seat. Remember, Arizona got out to a hot start last year, and then things kind of collapsed down the stretch, and all of a sudden... The narrative was, well, what's going wrong in Arizona? Is Kingsbury the guy that can maximize Kyler Murray and get everything moving in the right direction? And so far this season, it absolutely has been. Kyler Murray's playing like an MVP. He's got the best big-time throw rate in the NFL, which you can see in Premium Stats 2.0. Um, he, the, the offense is through the roof in terms of EPA per play versus last year. It's just it's such a better group. So that gives Kingsbury some Coach of the Year love. Yeah, I, I think that's fair, I mean, not just because uh, because of all the wins, right? Because they're 8-2, and two, but coming into the season, the question was, how are they going to adjust? And I keep going back to both the air raid and Kyler Murray needed to do a better job at that intermediate 10-19 to 19 yard level, and I feel like they've adjusted there. Kyler Murray has, had been one of the worst-graded quarterbacks in the league throwing to that area. This year, he's number two. They have adjusted the offense. So a lot of your question marks coming in, everybody's question, hey, how, how's Kingsbury going to do here in year three? With Kyler, they've gotten better. I also look at that secondary in Arizona and think, okay, on paper, this shouldn't work. It right. shouldn't work with some of these, you know, with uh, with Marco Wilson playing a ton of snaps or Robert Alford playing a lot of snaps. But they've done a great job as a unit, and I think I think that's what Coach of the Year is all about, right? Is is exceeding expectations given talent level. So obviously, Arizona makes a lot of sense as a candidate, and then the team that they crushed in Week One, the Tennessee Titans. And Mike Vrabel, of course, deserve uh, you know a ton of consideration. So let's at least discuss that here. As we mentioned on the main NFL pod, they've used 82 football players this year. The NFL record is 84. And you have to scroll down in premium stats just to see other defensive <laughs> players, which, by the way, you can get for 25% off using the promo code NFL pod. So a revolving door of offensive linemen, of playmakers, of defensive backs, the whole deal in Tennessee still sitting there at eight and two even after this incredible stretch that they've had to go through of difficult teams that they've played. Yeah, and that stretch, I think, really deserves some serious consideration. It is like a five-game run against legit opponents, any one of which, after that Buffalo game, could have been an easy letdown game. You know, you were sort of waiting for the other shoe to drop and for this emotional high to disappear and eventually them to slip up in one of those games, and they didn't. And I think you have to credit the coach for the ability to keep them at that kind of level for five straight weeks when, you know, it would have been easy to say, okay, that's, that's the chiefs game done, or that's the, the division sewn up. And now we got to play the Rams. And of course we're going to get blown out on the road. No, they just kept them at that high pitch every single game and showed up with the, with elite intensity. All right. It is, um, it's pretty, it's, it's hype week, I think for, for the new England Patriots, right? They're coming off of, just a dominant win against the Cleveland Browns, 45 to seven. The Patriots are now six and four. They're, they're looking seven and four right in the face with the Atlanta Falcons here tonight 
on Thursday Night Football. Bill Belichick, how many times in his career have people said, well, this is the best job Bill Belichick has ever done? But usually with Tom Brady at quarterback, you're working with high expectations, right? So the Patriots win 12 or 13 games. Who cares? That's the expectation. The expectation was much lower this year. They weren't great last year. It was the first time they hadn't made the playoffs since 2002. Well, all of a sudden, the Patriots feel like the Bill Belichick Patriots, and I think Belichick certainly should be in this discussion. I don't know that I can agree with that at all. Why not? (laughs) Well, because the thing that's making New England start to look like they're kind of rolling in contenders is Mac Jones and that offense getting back on track or elevating Mac Jones a little bit and having his level go to a, a higher you know degree that's is that that's not Belichick like that's Josh McDaniels and, and Mac Jones what the defense the, the defense C- hasn't actually been that good he's the CEO he's the CEO <laughs> the head coach gets credit for all of that no Bill it Belichick. all starts it all starts from the top what are you talking about defensive genius if the defense was playing out of its mind and you know suffocating everybody and Mac Jones was just tootling along and all of a sudden the the Patriots are in playoff contention. Sure. But that's not the way it's going down in New England. That defense has not been what it's been in the past. And okay, they've made some changes and they've had some good games there, but that's not enough to give me uh, a coach of the year for Bill Belichick. I need more time to tell you why you're wrong. But first, football fans, who's ready to score some free bets? Now you can bet on any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. If Sportsbook isn't yet available in your state, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. And DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet just $1 on either team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code PFF. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wage required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back to the Patriots really quick. I said in consideration. They're 6-4. Mm. and four. They have a rookie quarterback, right? Let's not lose sight of the rookie quarterback thing because other rookie quarterbacks around the league all struggling. No rookie quarterback is helping their team. It's not just because Mac Jones is good and came in. Just like Belichick had to foster the environment for Tom Brady to succeed 20-plus years ago, you're still seeing that in New England. Plus, outside of like one or two games, the defense has been really, really good, and they're doing it without Stephon Gilmore. They've changed, playing more zone, adjusting a little bit schematically. There's a lot of good things happening in New England. you think that Bill Belichick has anything to do with that offense right now? Yeah, you saw, you've seen the old documentaries and stuff. He meet, used to meet with Tom Brady on Tuesdays. And talk about it. The head coach. I mean, that, you, you're getting way too short-sighted. Like the head coach doesn't have an effect on the overall performance of his team, or he only has an effect on the one side of the ball. I gave Cliff Kingsbury credit for what was happening with the defense in Arizona. I mean, it's yeah. just it's part of the game. The defense right now for New England ranks 26th in EPA per play. They rank uh, just about average in touchdown drive percentage, in scoring drive percentage, in successful play rate they're in the 20s like this is not a good defense that's steve belichick's fault okay well that's by proxy it's his fault for bringing him into the world and uh yeah or brian brian's over there too and then uh, gerard mayo it's his fault too 
All right, well, fans. all right. Who else is in the mix here? Because uh, look, I'm I'm going through the base. I'm going through. Have you exceeded expectations? I think New England to this point they have. Who else do you have in the mix here? Uh, well, you had Matt Lafleur, right? That's that's a guy you wanted to mention. Yeah, I mean, he just continues to win, right? Matt Lafleur's three years with the Packers. We had like the underwhelming thirteen and three in 2019. It was like a fake thirteen and three, more of a dominant thirteen and three last year. And then this year, eight and two. When we, if we talk about the Titans and all their injuries, how about the Packers losing Jair Alexander, losing David Bakhtiari, two superstars at their respective positions, other starters? They've had a makeshift offensive line. Aaron Rodgers isn't playing his best football, and they're still finding ways to win and reshaping that defense too. I'm going to give Matt Lafleur credit for the Packers defense, even though he's an offensive coach. So that's all <laughs> rolled in to one. They're eight and two. Could have been nine and one if Aaron Rodgers played the one game that he missed against the Chiefs. Absolutely. Uh, I'll give you two names. One, this is the the Mike Renner endorsement here. Sean Payton for the New Orleans yeah. Saints. Mike Renner thinks deserves it. And I think there's a good case there, given the quarterback situation. Here's one, though, completely out of left field. Relative to expectations. Actually, I'll give you two. Relative to expectations. The Cincinnati Bengals. Um, okay. Zach Taylor was a guy that was getting criticized a lot for not being up to the job there. All of a sudden, the Bengals have this offense absolutely cooking. They look like a really good team. Another one. We and everybody else wrote this team off coming into the season. The Pittsburgh Steelers and Mike mm. Tomlin. They are 5-3-1 and one with no reason for being that good, other than the fact that Mike Tomlin does not lose over the course of a season. The dude has never had a losing record over a single season. And despite having a terrible offensive line, a quarterback grading in the 30s, uh, and not a quarterback grading in the 30s when he's out and they have to start Mason Rudolph, a first round running back that can't get anything going because the offensive line is so bad. Like the fact that the Steelers are where they are is a minor miracle. And it's a hundred percent down to Tomlin. Yeah. It's too bad. The Sean Payton one, he's like a couple plays away from being six and three here. And Payton would absolutely be even further in that conversation. Now working with Trevor Simeon, second or third string quarterback, depending on how you want to break that down. And yeah, I'm with you on Tomlin because He's elevated a Pittsburgh Steelers team that should have been on the decline. And, you know, they still might be. Tough schedule coming up, but really nice job by Tomlin so far. So it's the coach of the year. A lot of different candidates. It's uh, still early, but just some names to think about. Let us know. Who do you think? Who's the coach of the year? It's a PFF, NFL Daily. 